Hi, everybody. Um, Mark, Mark ACA. Good to see everybody. Good to see all you East Coasters and West Coasters. TD, always a pleasure to see you. Um, you just got to give me a minute. Um, I just got to pull up the page that I was going to read from. Um, it's so good to be here. Excuse me, how, how long is the entire uh, qualification? 15. 15 minutes. Okay. Okay. I had it all pulled up and I lost it. So just give me a minute. Oh my God, hold on, please, I'm so sorry. Okay. Okay, so what I wanted to review is, is first of all, Mark ECA, good to see everybody. Um, if you can just give me a five minute and then I'll, wrap it up um i want to i like to go over i know when i first came in here i um i share for a little i i read a little bit and then share for a little bit correct for 15 minutes okay all right so i'll, I'll start with going over uh, some review of some key terms and the reason i chose this is because i'm working with a lot of sponsees in aca and these are these are things that i love that the yellow book introduces then reintroduces and then introduces in different ways and i really like it because the terms that we use in ACA, i feel i feel as if they're very important so a review a review of the key terms before continuing with the chapter we'll review some important terms that have been introduced thus far and which will be explained in greater detail going forward the terms are inner child the original person being or force which we truly are. Some ACA members call this the true self, false self, the addicted or codependent self, loving parent or reparenting. The inner parent we can develop from the part of us that took action to care for ourselves as children and which can be awakened in recovery. Critical parent. The hypercritical and judgmental voice that frequently finds fault in our thoughts and actions that includes the frequent blaming of ourselves and others. And I'll just kind of go over loving parent. What does it mean to become your to become your own loving parent? The first step in reparenting ourselves involves recognizing the loving voice inside. 
Our experience shows that every adult child has love inside regardless of what the person says or believes. Love is there and it is original. The inner child or true self. The inner child, once we became com- once we become comfortable with affirmations and sharing about being a loving parent, we are usually ready to make contact with our inner child. For many ACA members, the child within represents our true self. Um, this is a part of us that is our original being. Um, and I'm going to come back to that. The inner child has original trust, original belief, and original love. The child within understands feelings and the language of a higher power. The inner child or true self is present during our spiritual experiences and underpins our spiritual awakening. The inner child has also all of the mental, mental, physical, and historical memory of the family. One of the surest signs that an inner child exists is found in the definition of the term adult child. An adult adult child is someone whose actions and decisions as an adult are guided by childhood experiences grounded in self-doubt or fear. Until we get help, we can operate from childhood fear that threatens our jobs and relationships. So then I'm going to go next to tools and techniques for connecting with our inner child. By keeping the focus on ourselves, we will find freedom from our critical self as well as our addictive and destructive behavior. The ACA program provides us with tools of recovery. This chapter outlines the step we take and the tools we use to repair ourselves and to connect with our child within. Connecting with our inner child brings great integration within ourselves and moves us closer to our higher power. Connecting with the inner child also helps us remember One of the rules of the dysfunctional families is don't remember. In ACA, we seek a full remembrance of the most complete remembrance we can obtain of the growing up years. Our memory holds the key to living in the present with a full range of feelings, hope, and spirituality. Mark ACA. Um, One of the things, I've been in ACA for three years going on four years. It's not fast. It's actually appropriately slow. You know, um, what I really have realized is there was this point in my childhood before my dad coming home drunk, beating my mom, me breaking it up, him beating me, him call me a queer for a, for picking out a shirt he didn't like. Um, and, and all of the things that I had to deal with growing up in that home is that there was a point before that. And, and in the meantime of growing up in that home, there were little stints of this person that was me, which I've learned to come to find out in ACA is my inner child or true self, you know? And it was that inner child who didn't have to worry about walking through the house and getting, be getting, get, you know, being called too quiet or weird or, you know, just being fully joyous and not having to think about everything else that was going on and having to put on the front of my protection mechanism. And that inner child was just, I got to have fun and I got to be free and I got to not worry about things. 
Well, in ACA, I have I have experienced and continuously experience who that kid was. I get to experience that inner child again. I get to experience um, not having to worry about what I say to somebody, not having to worry about what they say to me. If I say no to something, there's a reason I say no to something. I'm not constantly rolling through my head once I make a decision because of the confusion and stuff that I got in growing up in an adult child family. So these words that we get to use, true self, inner child, critical parent, at first I really had a problem getting in tune with them, but I really like the way that the yellow book and the red book introduce them to us and if i missed them the first time in in the red book it's introduced in a different way you know like by saying true self or inner child so i i love the red book i remember also too the first time that i read the red book it was at a saturday night meeting in um at the grove in west hollywood and it was a saturday night meeting it started at eight And I remember going into that meeting thinking, God, you know, this is not the place I want to be on a Saturday night, which I know we've all experienced. But um, I remember sitting down and reading that book and it's saying, um, and I always share this when I share it, it it said, um, one of the things that the Red Book will also say over and over again is that what happened to me and us and nowhere else do I ever go that I feel like this. Cause I've been sober for nine years and there are things I can't share in AA. And when I do, I get kind of this weird look, like, what are you talking about? And they don't mean to do it. They really just don't understand what I'm talking about. But when I read this, this part in the red book and it always says, is that, is that what happened to us as children was not our fault is that we were children and we were supposed to just be able to be children. And it's repeated over and over and in different ways and as a reminder. And I always remind my sponsees that, because this is heavy work. I'm working with a sponsee right now. We last night were working on her family of origin tree, which by the way, is super fun in only one reason and not that I'm sick or anything, but it's fun for the reason that once you start to get to know why your your parents are the way they are from their parents and their parents, you start to feel a little bit better knowing that your parents weren't able to do any better, you know, and they did the best that they can. And so you start to get some answers, which started to make me feel better in that aspect, but it didn't make me feel better about the way that I was treated, you know? So it's always great to hear that. It's also always great with, as you work through the family of origin, um, there's little hints of, of, of repeated behaviors. And then you also realize too, the people that raised me have no clue that they did anything wrong. And it's not a matter of making it better. Five minutes. 
Thank you. But they have no clue. They are not even aware that what they did to me, they just have no clue that they did it. They did, and, and a lot of times they don't remember. And, you know, so um, it's, it's powerful and it's knowledgeable, but I always try to make sure that I tell my sponsees that it's heavy. And it's like, as I'm reading it with them and working with them, I also realize I find myself jotting. So I'm an underliner. I like to highlight this book of mine is all highlighted. It's all underlined. And I'm so textbook ACA. I mean, if I'm ever textbook anything, I am so textbook ACA and it's all highlighted. And now at this point, it's double line. You know, and then now there was a there was a yellow highlighter. Now there's a blue right next to it. Whatever it works, you know, it really, really works. And I have to say that it it just, you know, you, you just you realize things that changes your perspective. Cause I have to have a relationship with my parents, you know? Um, and I don't mean have to, I just mean that it's funny how it changes when you start working in this program and as things go on, they want you to be in their life, you know, and they reach out more to me than I reach out to them. How are you? Where are you? How are you feeling? What are you doing? You know, when I stopped caring so much of when my parents are finally going to give me the attention and love that I so feel that I deserved, and I started giving it and knowing that there are people who I can go to to talk to about this, and we can work with each other and give each other love and respect. That's when it came around. And then you start to see that their daily decisions are just, they, they don't affect you at all, you know? And I'll circle back around to inner child because I, I love the inner child and, you know, and the critical parent stuff. I'll, I'll circle back around to that. The critical parent stuff for me, I just don't hear those critical voices as much. You know, I just don't hear that negative rhetoric because that's the other thing that it says in the Red Book too. And I love it is that wasn't our voices. That was my parents' voices. And then when you work work through the yellow book too, and you start to list the things, like my other favorite part is, is when you're working on the real story as opposed to the made up story, like the story that you told everybody about your family. Like <laughs> I told my fam, I told everybody that my family was like this up and coming, like, you know, they had a real a full-time job. And then at night they started this corporate cleaning business and just had like this whole delicious story for everyone. Cause we had this, you know, really amazing family. And the true story was, is that they had to do whatever it was in order to make ends meet, you know? And it, it was the stupid, it, it was silly because it was just not even a necessary story that I had to tell, but I just had to, to, to just tell my story, you know? And I had to make people think that it was better on the outs, you know, better on the outside than it was on the inside. And you list these things. And when you start to like realize what the real story is and you start listing the real story, when you're working on your ACA steps, you're like, oh my God, this is like, okay. You know, this is okay. Cause it's the truth. That is what it is. And, um, you know, it, this is a spiritual program. 
It really is. And um, there are exercises that are just really amazing for the inner child. I love the inner child meditation. Thank you, Brian. I love the inner child meditation, the beach meditation where you're walking with your inner child hand in hand and your parents walk up to you and you get to say not yet, you know, and as you do the meditation over and over again, it changes for you. And there's just all of these tools in this that make it easier to like, you know, to speak to yourself in, in just a way that you realize that it was it, the things that used to be so important. And I thought was so dramatic that I was what ha- that happened to me. They're just not anymore. They're just not as big of a deal. And I'll end with this. And the things that that, that used to affect me and the words that used to affect me, they just don't affect me. Weird was a word that my parents used, and, and TD hears this all the time from me. Weird was a word that parents use, they use this about me all the time. I have fought my whole life to not be a normal, everyday functioning human being. I like the word weird. But for some reason, when my parents used it, it threw me out of the water, you know? But it was one of those things that I always wanted to not be is just like everything. What it's I mean tough. by weird is that like not normal. So be who you, we are lovely. I love being around you guys and being able to share what I'm going through and the progress that I've made. So thank you.